Alright guys, welcome to the show. I'm your host Mike, and joining me, uh, I got Will back again for another episode. What's up, y'all? And uh, I'm, I'm excited, we're, we just got out of the movie theater, uh, we're pulling back, <laughs> it's like what I used to do with Shell, we, uh, we would go see movies and then sit in the car and then talk and record, so I'm glad that you can uh, come into that, be a member of that club where we just sit and talk about movies. Yeah man, let's just get that first reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Will, what did, what did we just see? Uh, so we saw Jordan Peele's new movie, Us. And, yeah, I feel like we just gotta get right into it. Uh, so the movie got out, like, what, like, ten minutes ago? And we just both s- stared at each other almost immediately, and we were like, okay, we got a lot to unpack. But before we do that, I wanna... Let's talk about Jordan Peele a little bit, and how he's... How far he's come as, I think, a writer in general. And I, I don't mean... That he used to be, you know, like a hacker or mediocre. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting watching his progression from where I was introduced, Key and Peele, yeah. to you know, another like films like Keanu, and then into Get Out, which he won an Academy Award for, to now Us. So, wh- tell me, what wh- what about what do you think about Jordan Peele as I don't know, a person, a um, a an entertainer? So. Um... I mean, as far as, like, me, obviously, I was the same way. Kim Peele was the first. But, I mean, like, they, they they were, like, the continuation of Chappelle to me. I always think of them as, like, the next iteration of what Chappelle show was. I thought they were incredible sketch writers. And to be a sketch writer and to be a sketch comic in general, you have to be pretty <laughs> goddamn clever and a good writer. Because there's a fine line between, you know, hilarious and this just doesn't work at all in sketch. So I've always thought that he's, you know, a pretty brilliant writer. And Keanu was... Dumb movie, but it was funny. Yeah, but I've seen, I've I've listened to like different interviews with him. Like he was on Mark Maron's podcast, and he he's a very deep guy, and he's got a lot of stuff going on in there, and he's a lot deeper than you would think from just the dude who did, you know, the sketch comedy show. Yeah, exactly. And and with that going into that, what did you think about Get Out when it came out? Because I I didn't see Get Out when it was in theaters, and I and that I really regret that decision. I didn't, because I remember reading articles about, um, I think it was like a cracked article and it was like top five crazy films that you have to see. And on that list was Swiss Army Man and Get Out. And it was like the guy from Jordan or the the guy from Key and Peele is writing a horror movie. And I like read it and they, they didn't dismiss the film, but they're like, oh, like this is weird. And then the film comes out and it's all this buzz. And I don't, I, I, I don't know if I just was busy with school at the time and we just didn't, I just didn't get around to seeing it. But then I immediately, I remember seeing it on just, you know, like on demand or something and being completely blown away by the mm-hmm. movie because it was not at all what I was expecting it to be. Yeah, no, I was in, in the same boat. I, uh, I didn't see it when I was in theaters either. Um, I got a recommendation from my brother who was kind of like, yeah, dude, you have to see this movie. Like, it's wild, like it's really good, and I had heard a lot of good things about it, but it was just one of those movies, kind of like, um, the only other movie that I can think of that recently that was similar was Moonlight, when that won, like, oh, the yeah. Academy Award and everything, I didn't see the movie until after it won the award, and I saw that movie and was blown away by it, and this was obviously a completely different movie, completely different genre, but it was another thing where I saw it, and I saw this movie, and I was like, well, shit, like, I was really missing out, and that movie was, you know, it rocked, that movie rocks you when you first see it. Which well both get out. I mean, get this out movie and did, Moonlight, but oh yeah, both of them. I was talking about uh, Get Out though. Yeah, that movie just rocked you the first time you saw it. And I think what really got me about Get Out was just because the the message. I remember talking about it with my ex's father, 
who was like, I didn't like the movie. I just didn't get it. And I was like, well, this movie is not meant for like a 50 year old white dude. This, this, I mean, it's, 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 it's a universal film that all walks of people can appreciate, but it's definitely a very personal film for him and for, for, yeah, for, for him and for, and, and, and which is why I, I really appreciate Jordan Peele as a filmmaker, especially like black Americans. And, and you, it's funny you mentioned Moonlight, Barry Jenkins, both, um, very, their, their films are very personalized. Moonlight, if Beale Street could talk, um, it's 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 very much uh, about like the black experience yeah, in America, it's a cultural piece. and I think that's very interesting, and which is why I I appreciate Get Out on another level because I think the story is top notch. It's it's like a very good blend of like surrealism but also like horror, mm-hmm. and 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 then it has that really person and, and it also utilizes comedy in a very interesting way, in that I felt like Get Out, and we'll talk about. Um, uh, us as well, how it uses comedy. Cause I feel like they use it in different ways, but get out uses a very serious tone with horror, but it kind of uses comedy as a comic relief. It's never super omnipresent it except with, real. except with it, like a specific character. I feel like the comedy in that movie was very real throughout. Like the com- it, it was like very like chuckle worthy and a very heavy movie, but like at the same time, like, the stuff that, like, was... It, it was a very real kind of, like, you know, the stuff that, like, you know, when I'm uncomfortable, I make a stupid joke. Like, that kind of thing. Like, it was very, like... You could feel that it was comedy used to kind of cut that tension, like a, a person would do. <clears throat> and it, Yeah, and it was more natural. Like, like I keep thinking of, like, the like one of the jokes that really worked for me in Get Out was right when he meets the father, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, I know black people. See? It, it's, like, that weird thing that... Like, that cultural thing that like rich white people do like, Oh, I know black people. Like, yeah, it's okay. And, and, and yeah, I have gay friends. I have black friends. Yeah. And, and like the guy and like, it's, they're very clearly uncomfortable mm-hmm. and like that works because it's relatable. And so get out just really, really changed my perception on Jordan Peele mm-hmm. and how, and, and I watch videos of him responding to um, like the- fan theories. Uh, look on a side note, I think one of the most interesting fan theories that Jordan Peele Neither can like this wasn't on his mind when he was writing it, but he thought, "Oh, this is actually really cool." Is that Get Out is a sequel to Being John Malkovich? I did hear that. Which was it's just a crazy idea, and that Jordan Peele, like when I remember he like on the video he read it, and he just like looked up at the cameras like, "Oh, that's pretty good," and and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, it's that's totally what I thought of when I was writing the script." So it was one of those things like the movie's taken on its own life past what I think he made and that's a beautiful thing about it and i think even he realizes yeah that, and like, then stuff like and, that. and like i mentioned earlier he won an academy award which i didn't i, I mean i kind of watched the oscars this year but that year i didn't really care and i don't really care about the oscars to begin with but all i all i cared about was who won best original screenplay and jordan peele won and i was super excited about that. I think he, it was obviously well-deserved. If this, if this film won anything, I'm glad it won, uh, it won that and he won it yeah, specifically. Absolutely. So get out just as a quick review, like totally a high recommend. It's a, it's like a nine out of 10 for me as of right now. Pretty high up there for me as well. I would say like in the realm of, you know, kind of that, like you said, like cerebral type horror, it's up there, and it like I said, not to give away too much, but it, it rocks you the first time you see it. it exactly, you, it's got a lot of meat there. It's yeah, and it's it's just with its 
it's a superficial met or superficial story, but also like the subtext of the story is also very interesting. And that's the brilliance of it. Exactly. And so that segues into the film that we just saw, Us. Mm-hmm. So before going into this, what what were your perceptions or preconceptions of the film like what do you think it was going to be about were you excited to see this like I, I remember specifically how I thought when I first saw the poster for this film and the the first trailer but what about you will um I'll say again same thing kind of as get out it wasn't what I expected it was um I honestly expected this movie and I'll be honest I knew he was coming out with a new movie and I was excited for it because I like like I said I like get out but I kind of thought from what little stuff I did see that this movie looked like it was going to be more traditional kind of in your face horror movie. Like, obviously I expected layers just from what I'm used to with his storytelling at this point, but I expected it to be a little more straight up, you know, old school horror movie. But again, it was layered. And I do think that this movie had, I think this movie will, I don't not don't necessarily think it's as good as get out, but it had, more broad appeal, I mm-hmm. think, with right. the way I think about it. No, I, I totally agree with you. I I kind of I just kind of thought of this on the spot right now. I viewed us the same way I viewed La La Land with Chazelle, in that I felt like I missed out on the first film. A film Whiplash is one of my favorite films ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever, and and I've talked about this on the podcast before. And I really enjoyed Get Out. So when I heard that the that director is making a new film, so with with Chazelle La La Land and with Peel Us, I was like, I'm, I'm going to see this movie immediately. I had very different reactions, to both films. And, and like, that's a conversation for a different um, time, but just kind of having that I'm not like, I missed out the first time and I'm not going to miss out this time. So yeah, I going into the film just based off of the, I don't like trailers a lot. Um, I, I don't I like I don't like consuming many different trailers. I either watch one and that's it, or I just watch the same one over and over and over again. Hence what we were talking about before, Rocket Man. I've been watching yeah. the the hell out of that trailer. But I, the point is, I don't watch the the trailer number one through five just to mm-hmm. get as much different angles from it. I try and watch one trailer, try and min- like mostly like the the teasers I like watching because it gives the least amount away. So going into this film, I thought that this was going to be another commentary on like the black experience in America. So when I saw the trailer and the poster with uh, the scissors and the like the the mask, the masking face, I thought that this was going to be about marginalizing populations and specifically, you know, the black community. But I thought it was going to be, you know, focusing more on like what happens in the reaction for marginalized communities yeah, oh, that or the like kind of dual nature of of like black families or minority families in like white suburbia and that there's kind of like this um i don't want to say this duality but like you know there's your white side and then there's your black side in which and, and films have explored this before like what side like when do you put out? Like when do you ex- embrace your black culture or your or your own culture? When you embrace like the assimilated culture? Mm-hmm. So that's so going into the film, that's what I thought this was going to be about, and I think I was completely wrong in 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 after watching the film. I don't think the film was about that at all. Yeah, I think no, I would agree with that. I think we both. It seems like kind of from the little chat we had that you know we both kind of got different things from this movie. Um, for me, 
I mean, the thing that I got, again, like I said, I think it's got more broad appeal because I will say this, and I think this could be him either. It's just, you know, a natural progression of his storytelling or him taking what little criticism he did get of his last movie and kind of taking that to heart and adapting to that. Because I do remember the only, the, the one thing completely, you know, not really justified, but the only stuff I got from negative stuff from people uh, with Get Out was just saying like, oh, well, it didn't really appeal to me. I don't really understand the message, that kind of thing, where I think this movie has more, it has a bit, it has bits that everyone can grab onto. It's got more, I don't want to, I don't know how to word it. It's just got more of everything for everyone. Like I said before, it appeals to a wider bunch of people. If you're looking for something in this movie, you will be able to find it because there are bits in it. No, I completely, you know, I, I completely agree with you. I think this is definitely, well, this film made what, like $70 million on the opening weekend. Yeah, it blew up. And we're seeing it the week after. So like going into the second week and I'm sure it's going to stay number one for a while. Like maybe like for another month, I think, because this, this definitely is more of a traditional horror film. In it, whereas Get Out was a horror film, but I think it was more it was more focused on its commentary yeah. as opposed to this was the horror, mm-hmm. and and I think the and we can get now this is where we get into the film like we can talk about the um I'm trying to think what we should talk about first because the plot's its own thing, um let's let's talk about like the cinematography and how it's made because I think and like the pacing I, I definitely think that this film worked as a horror film in that like you. It, you're you're thrust in like with the characters you don't really know what's going on you start learning more things with the characters and that at first you think this is isolated like this yeah. this family is like this this uh, like doppelganger family this is like the single incident and you're like okay we'll just run with it but then we cut to the white family and their doppelganger show up which is an interesting take between like the juxtaposition between the two because the the black family they draw out and try and really, t- like, they even say it, we're taking our time, because we've been thinking about this for so long, and then the the white family, they get killed almost immediately, mm-hmm. actually, not even almost, immediately, like, you see them, and then they get stabbed cool. in the in the throats, yeah. so, and then, and then we progressively learn that this is not an isolated event, this is happening worldwide, or world, world, countrywide, at, at, at least. least in the United States, maybe worldwide, who knows, but... I think that this film was shot very well. Lots of uh, like uh, dolly shots, moving in, like moving in, moving yeah, it was out. All, I did notice that it was a lot of just these nice sweeping, like night, like everything was very gradual sweeping shots. It wasn't lots very of close ups. Yeah. Lots of lots of like very intimate intimate shots which yeah. really puts you into that moment and the terror of the moment yeah and that i, I will give to have to say that too that actors did a fantastic job because like you said it's a lot of close shots it's a lot of just really you're in with those characters and and i don't throughout the whole film i'm just going to refer i don't remember any of the characters names i don't remember the actors names which i apologize for but so i'm just going to refer to them as mother father son daughter the mother fantastic job i've seen her incredible and she's 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 well known i've seen i know her mostly from her her uh black mirror episode yeah the black black museum and that she was great in that uh and 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 her previous work i think she's in black panther 
Yeah, she was in Black Panther. Yeah, so she's great in that, too. Uh, the father... His comedy didn't grate on me as much as I thought it was going to. No. It was... Because he really... He reminded me... Like, I could... This guy could have been Jordan Peele's brother. He was everyone's dopey uncle, I think. <laughs> yeah, like, but I, I honestly was like, Jordan Peele could have played this character. Oh, absolutely. And I'm surprised, well, because they had the same mannerisms, which I, obviously very, because I was like, okay, Jordan Peele probably was like, oh yeah, this is probably how I would respond to this. Mm-hmm. Like, very jokey, very non-confrontational until it becomes, like, an issue and he has to. Um... And, and then the kids... I thought the kids were very good, too. Child acting is always hit or miss with me. They're either really great or they suck. Yeah. And I thought... Especially since all of the cast had to play two characters. Yeah. And, I mean, granted, the... The um, the, the red... I don't know what to call them. Like, the, the red... The doppelgangers, I guess. That was more of a physical performance. as yeah. I mean, except not for uh, the mother character. That was more of a... Uh, like speaking role, but yeah. everyone else, it was more geared towards the physical performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of Kubrick stares, lots of, like the kid with the mask was creepy running on all fours. It was all physical. So yeah. I think they both, they balanced both of those really well. And yeah, I just, I, I technically, I thought this film was good. Soundtrack was great, especially, I don't like the, I don't know, call it the main theme, but like the, it's in the trailer music was at the end of the film mm-hmm. during like the final fight. That like, very orchestral. It, 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 it reminds me a lot of kind of like Psycho where it's like high, high pitched strings and it, it, but it's very like plucky. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just very like, very uh, like shattering. Yeah. It's like very like night at the opera type, like very like orchestral. It's like stabbing. Un, as, yeah. Un, un, une, it, yeah. Uneasy. uneasy. That's good. That's a good word. So yeah, I thought this film was very like technically well made and cinematography was very utilized extremely effectively. It was a pretty looking film. It was pretty. Which is exactly after, I mean, I know he's uh, Jordan Peele is still in his infant stages as a director. I'm very curious to see where he progresses. Like, is he going to stay the, like the horror route, like the commentary horror route, or is he going to become like a pseudo Barry Jenkins and start going like very serious roles yeah. about, uh, you know, modern day issues with minority communities. So I, I'm very curious to see, but I mean, I was, I was not expecting this to be like a slap together. Let's hey, let's, let's try and stay off of the success no. of get out. I knew that this was going to be a very thought out and deliberate film. And it was. So I'm trying to think, is there anything else we could say before we go into the plot? Because the plot's going to be its own yeah. thing. And I, and I want to give, and I don't want to jump back and forth between right, like right, the filmmaking right. and then, and then like, so I want to, speci- the plot's going to be its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean, you, you pretty much hit the nail on the head with it. It was a, ve- it was a, it was a good looking film. It really was like he did it, that they did a very good job with it and it was very appealing. And I think he... Yeah, he did a good job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So let's get into this plot now. So, like I said, I was completely wrong with the the commentary of of what this what I thought this film was going to be. Mm-hmm. Now, I got a very I, and I I can't even say like because I was gonna say a very heavy religious overtone, but it's not even that. Like I. Because I just feel like there's a lot of religious symbolism mm-hmm. and 
and just messages. But I, I can't even say that that's like what this film is about. Like where I can say Get Out is about, you know, it's like a black experience, like the how uncomfortable it is to be like a, a like a um, like a minority meeting like rich white people that ha- that have a, that have oppressed have oppressed you in some capacity for years and then and then tr- and then trying to fit into a community that you don't feel accepted by or mm-hmm. welcome in and i don't think that's really present here especially since it's like a countrywide global it's not an isolated event where yeah. any like this is not being targeted against like black people or white people. It's it's like everyone is is susceptible to dying in this universe. So, I or so I can't say like with Get Out, this is what it's about, or with uh, I don't know, like like another Babadook, like the Babadook, another horror right. commentary. Uh, the Babadook rep- representing depression and and how crippling it can be in bringing you down, or like it follows like being afraid of, you know, budding sexuality or just being afraid of sexuality and embracing sexuality or even to a degree, uh, Stephen King's it, you know, the childhood fears and fear of growing up. Whereas us, I can't exactly say like, this is what the message of the film is. To me that I think that was the point. I think very much this was a, a film I mean, obviously, this is a film about our like our society, like our the the American the American people as a whole. But I think the whole point of the whole film was that those hit things that you hit on, like you said, like the religion and stuff like that. I think it's I think at its core, this movie is just about duality in general. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't want to say about any one thing because I think that's the point. I think it's personal duality. How you you know have this your inner thoughts versus what you show to the world and then you have your um duality within your uh within your society or within your community and stuff like that there's just constantly you show one part and then you have your personal part and i think that was the point of this movie was a lot of just showing everything in this country and everything in a lot of things is just the duality the nature of the yin the yin and the yang hmm Duality definitely, I think, I agree with you that this film, like, really focuses on duality, especially, you know, with the doppelgangers and stuff like that. Because they are, they are, I mean, yeah, at their core, they are. And so where I was getting at with the religion is because there are, like, serious references to religion, and so there's the quote of, um, of Jeremiah 1111, and throughout the film, there's so many references to 11, you know, she picks prize 11, uh, the clock at like right when this like the 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 main conflict starts is at eleven right. eleven. So, th- so I actually looked up like at the end of the movie because they were they kept they didn't mention it like they were visually obviously wanted us to keep remembering Jeremiah eleven eleven, and I was like okay like what what is this quote and I looked it up and I'm not gonna I, I don't remember it and I don't want to turn off the um. All right, so you looked it up. What's the, what's the quote? So the quote is, Therefore, thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. Okay, so yeah, so I looked, th- that's what I looked up, and I think you're reading the same article that I had, um, that I had seen, and I, and I briefly skimmed over it, and there's a lots of interpretations for what the quote could represent. 
So the the big thing that I I took from like the religious stuff is that uh, I thought it had something to do with like uh, idolizing false gods, and 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 that is kind of like all throughout. So in the two main points are one when the white family gets killed. They're, you know, very materialistic. Uh, they, they're, they, they just keep talking about how much shit they have. Even, even like the vanity of, you know, the mom is getting plastic surgery. It's like, right. oh, little by little, you know, it's just so I can look the same. And then, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the white dad saying to the black father, oh, you have this, this, and that. Like, how does this work? Do you have all your gear? I bet you don't. You miss that. Like, I got a new car. His house is nice. They got the the Alexa, which is uh, Olivia or... No, it's Ophelia. Because I was like, oh, that's, you know, Oed- Oedipus. Um, and so... And, and, and then, you know, it, it was just... It, so, idolizing the, the false gods. And then we have um, Adelaide, I think is her name, the mother... Mm-hmm the like the doppelganger is very much like like a like a false pro- or a prophet she talks about seeing or she's getting tested by god to uh end the tethered or like the the sever the te- the te- the tethered cords the or the um the metaphorical te- uh, cords that connect the two yeah. and and then uh and and i I've, I've she had this like very much like this uh this prophet like speech, uh, when they're in like the classroom saying like, Oh, like this is, this is our time. Like we're, wa- I watch out for all of these mm-hmm. people. So that's where I was getting this, uh, very religious undertone, undertone or overtone. I, I, to me, yeah, to me, right. it was kind of an overtone, but I guess it's just a matter of opinion of what you think they're going for. So that's kind of where I got the, the religious themes. But again, I, when I walk out and talk about this film to people, I'm not going to say like, yes, this is a commentary on religion. Cause I think it's a commentary on so many different things. I, I think like the, like the whole idea with the whole tethered line, uh, they get that reference to the, uh, what was it? 1986, hands the America. hands across America. And, and so I loved that. And that was the part that for me, really got that duality bit to me because to me it was the the uh what we do in the shadows type thing mm-hmm. like we have this big grand show of hands across america and hunger but then at that time you know there was you know uh drug e- epidemic like stuff like that, that was, was live all... aid that was a year yeah, of live aid too say, so... so exactly the, you have the aids epidemic all of this stuff there's those undertones of the bad shit going on in the in the world but then we're going this big grand gesture of hands across america and we're going to do this for this group but then you but know, like nothing comes of nothing it nothing comes of it because it, it, it doesn't i mean which is where another theme of like because that whole uh theme of like hands across america is all like don't forget about the like the unfortunate people mm-hmm. And the uh, the doppelgangers are like the unfortunate people. Uh, one thing I want to say about the doppelgangers immediately when she goes into that funhouse in the beginning of the film, uh, and it was also Vision Quest, which is interesting because Vision Quest, from what I understand, is this is this like uh, Native American ritual where you like kind of 
not not reach enlightenment but you it's it's kind of what like that that subtitle on the uh under vision quest was like find yourself it's like you kind of start to find your purpose i i mostly know it from the 1980s matthew modane vision quest wrestler movie uh which is very interesting but um so that's what i think is interesting like that's what we start off with and then when she turns around and, and, and then sporadically we start finding out what happened in this funhouse, I immediately was like, okay, I, if I'm a betting man, I will bet that they switched in some capacity. But I was like, oh, but like the, the mother isn't acting odd, but now, but we turned, we uh, found out like, yes, that is indeed what happened mm-hmm. that they, that she knocked her out, switched her and cut out her her voice box so so she couldn't talk yeah. uh so she because the uh because those the doppelgangers don't know how to speak so it i just it was just kind of fitting like oh now you'll live my hell right even as a kid they understood that so that was that i mean there are a couple bits that just I, they kind of lost me on and this was like not lost me on but i i don't understand i'll say that um, no yeah i'm with this you. was this was the bit that like there's there's something in there that he was trying to say with that and like I don't know if it's to say you know sometimes you have to embrace that duality that I was talking about and that you know uh other part of you to get kind of ahead or if you're saying like if he's saying sometimes you have to do terrible things to rise above what you've been the situation you've been given or something like that. Cause I honestly, I, I I'm not really sure what was supposed to be said to that. And maybe that's the whole point is that there's so many different things that can be said with it. I, so let's try and figure this out. Were they created? Like, I don't understand. Like, I, I don't, I think the answer is no, we're not supposed to be taken that this is like literal. Yeah. Like, not that like humans created this, but they they were saying something about the, the rabbits. Was using it to control them or to control the people above or something. Yeah, I, I was. That's when I was starting to be like, wait, what? You're dumping a lot of stuff on me right now. But I think at the end of the day, that was kind of something that they were putting in there to kind of sort of close these loops where you're like, well, what is the I guess the world or the pretext that everything happens in? I think that's just. I think that part of it seemed to me to be an afterthought because, like you said, it was oh, very like yeah, it just given to you because like the whole film, you're it's it's like one of those horror movies that you're just kind of thrust into the middle mm-hmm. and you're and you don't know why this is happening or yeah. what triggered it. But then at the very end of the film, they were like, "Oh, this is like we were having this revolution," which I think is very interesting. Just don't explain why the world exists. Um, I I think that that whole idea. Remember the uh, in the I thought that monologue about the shadows like there once there was a girl who had a shadow she she had a meal that was of chicken and it was warm and delicious where the shadow had raw chicken and bloody and mushy the the girl oh yeah raw rabbit the girl had on christmas she had toys that were warm and cuddly where the shadow had toys that were sharp and, and cut her every time she played uh, and then talking about the, um, the, the, like the birth, like the cesarean, she's like, they cut you out or they, they cut the, the, the boy out and 
it was it was harmless for you, but then I and the, the shadow felt all the pain. I think that's a very interesting that that's all I would have needed is like this is the opposite. Like this is the the quote unquote shadow. And I really liked the introduction of dance and which I feel like that should have been a motif throughout the whole film is, is this dance because they, I guess they, they, since they both mirror each other, but one is, you know, very graceful and, and beautiful. And the other, and the other is Which makes more sense. disjointed and shambling, yeah, shambling, but still like, I mean, beautiful in its own way, but like, they looked kind of like possessed, like something just quite wasn't right. And and I like that. And then, you know, paired with that final fight, which I thought was super awesome in that it's kind of like a, ro- a role reversal in that, you know, the, the doppelganger was very disjointed and not um, very fluid. Whereas the girl, when they were dancing, like the, 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 uh, the one on top was, you know, very graceful and beautiful. But then when they're in this world, like, let's, I'm going to call it the upside down, like in from Stranger Things, like the upside down. When when they were in this area, it was reversed, reversed in that like they're both when you're in your element, you're set like she's dodging everything, like not looking. She's yeah. just standing upright, just gracefully moving through like robotic like where the other one, um, Adelaide, she's or the mother, she's, you know, just trying to keep up. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we get the kill and then uh, some people laughed at that, which I thought was weird. Our theater, our theater was really odd to be seeing this movie with. Just in general. Like, people were, like, at one point in a very serious scene, uh, which was played off for a chuckle, but I don't think it really lasted. So, she's like, uh, for the uh, Alexa-type machine, like, oh, Alexa, call the, the call the cops, and then NWA's Fuck the Police plays. And in a place throughout the whole scene, and then people around us were singing along and bopping their heads and like laughing with it. Meanwhile, one of the doppelgangers of the twins gets fucking hit in the face with the, with a golf club and, and topples over and people are like singing like fuck the police and, and they're laughing. I'm like, this isn't very funny. Or like when someone's head gets caved in and like there's blood squirting everywhere, people yeah. are laughing, which I think it's a mix of people being super uncomfortable and not knowing how to respond it was like in the, uh, like for me, it calls back like in the hateful eight when I saw it on the road show and, uh, the scene when Samuel L. Jackson describes torturing the, the, uh, Confederate's, uh, general son. It's very dramatic and very like fucked up. But then when he's like, Oh, he sucked my black dingus people in my crowd. This is granted. This is like a packed theater of like 300 people. There were like snickers throughout the entire crowd. I saw it on the roadshow too, and I'm almost positive I remember a similar. And I just think people were, it's a mix of like people being uncomfortable and not knowing how to respond. And I guess they thought the word dingus was funny, but. Funny word. <laughs> but not when you're, not, not in the context of that movie. No, definitely not. But, um, <laughs> but I felt like that kind of was what was happening here. Like people were uncomfortable and they didn't know how to respond. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so our crowd was very an inter- interesting group to see this with. I don't think half of them understood like the subtlety, any of the subtleties of the movie. I think there's a lot that I didn't understand in it, so I could probably and not like just sound you know over myself, but and like <laughs> the rabbits, that definitely there's something there with that because um 
I thought it was more of like down the rabbit hole we go, like in Alice in Wonderland, like that that that, that, that common saying, like right before you go insane. Like she opens the door and there's a like a white rabbit. Uh, and, but then they actually like kind of have an explanation of what they represent. I think they just should have not even mentioned the rabbits. Like that, that be the metaphor that they were caged and now they're free. That's what they should have just left it at. So here's another thing. And this has to have something to do with it. At the, so you noticed how they were all white rabbits, right? There's a few black ones, but. But that was the thing. It was, they were mostly all white, but there was like at the beginning. Oh yeah, the pan out, and there was the like two out. black ones. Three, yeah. Which I was like, yeah, I was like, that's deliberate. It, that's what I mean. There's there were little deliberate bits with that rap, the rabbits, and one of the things, that which I was is where thinking, I thought it was going to be more about marginalization. Yeah, but then it like doesn't go there, and then you don't really like they don't even bring attention. Like there's like one black rabbit, which I was like, yeah. so they just called the farm and said we need rabbits, and there's like two black ones. No, it was, it's completely deliberate. Because you can't, you can't, like, you have to think, like, okay, that's gonna be, that's, that's, that's deliberate. No, it totally Like, is. you can go get another, like, when there's, like, 50 racks, and only two of them are black, like, you're like, okay, there's something, yeah. there's something off there. So, another thing that I was thinking about is, kind of, and this is just, I think, maybe because I'm trying to fill in the gaps for what I was thinking about the movie, and the, going back to kind of the duality bit of it i think the rabbit might also go back towards the religious piece that you were talking about too because there's got to be something about you know like a, like a like kind of like a sacrificial be, be it, type yeah thing. be it a christian thing or other religion but um I, I was thinking kind of more of like you know we think of like rabbits as you know they're kind of these like cute cuddly little animals but then at the same time like but they're prey at the same time, too. Yeah, and they're also kind of like, you know, rodents that also, you know, are very well known for just being like just beasts and... And like varmints and, and stuff. And having... Well, I, I mean, like thinking like a rabbit just all of a sudden it'll be like, now the rabbit's gonna, you know, consummate like rabbits. Like that hmm. kind of thing. Like hmm. they're very cute, but then they can get to that beast part very quickly yeah. like and, I, and is, i've seen watership down let me tell you yeah like there's a weird <laughs> duality with rabbits and that was kind of another thing that i was kind of trying like that i thought of it but i mean there's again it's a lot to that's where like the and and this film loses me when it's this is where i think what you were saying earlier like it's a more of a traditional horror because once it gets away from that traditional horror I, I, it started losing me because there wasn't anything compelling to keep me going. And I've said on on record many times before, like the best type of horror films are the ones that have a very uh, deep like subtext to it. You know, like we like mentioned, Get like so it, Get Out, It Follows, Babadook, but even going back to like The Shining, uh, The Exorcist, yep. things like or Psycho, like movies, films like that, they have this underlying subtext that is there's a reason why these films will be studied yeah. in academia and, and where films like, uh, I don't, well, I don't even want to say Friday the 13th. So that's something different, but you know, like for like forgettable, uh, like they just kind of disappeared into the ether, like into mm-hmm. the obscurity that is horror. Well, Cause it's a very, it's a very hard thing, especially in horror to capture that you, you have to capture some, sort of storyline and dialogue while also getting that adrenaline running and then having a meaning like it's a very i think horror of all like 
all of the different things. It has so many different layers to it. If it's done well, that horror is a very tough thing to get right. It's, You've seen it's, it. It's funny because horror is. I, it's 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 one of those things that horror is where a lot of directors get their start. Like James Wan started mm-hmm. in horror. Um, I think I feel like Carpenter had to start in horror. It's uh, Sam Raimi started in horror because you can do it with such low budget, mm-hmm. but those but like also can, like um, profound horror is what resonates with people yeah. because it's it's diving into that primal fear of whatever message you're trying to get across. Yeah, which is like I said, why when it's done right, it's fantastic. I think horror gets marginalized. I mean, that's a bigger discussion, but like horror gets mar- marginalized just because of slasher films and like written off, yeah, cheap cheap thrills. But their horror that's done right can be very thought provoking. You yeah. saw that with. I, I think this movie is very thought provoking. Obviously, we've been talking I, about it. Yeah, for 30 I, minutes, I do but. too. But I think it's it's where I think most of our discussion around the plot is is revolving around kind of the, the lack of, of like, a core yeah. commentary that he's getting across. And this is just from, like, the first initial impressions. I wasn't taking any notes. Like, I, I jotted a few things down about the ending, but I obviously haven't been looking at them. Mm-hmm. So this is just kind of, like, the initial response to this. Like, maybe at a second viewing where I know what's happening, I can see the, the more subtle messages. Because there's, like, subtlety in the story it's in 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 the details of the narrative but not so much the story as of that's my opinion as of right now but it's it's definitely i mean it's 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 not like a sophomore slump i still think this is an excellent or this is a very well done film in my opinion and i still think people should see it uh because it's it's not as impactful as, and I guess we can get into our closing thoughts now. It's in my opinion, it's not as impactful as Get Out, but it's still like a really great effort from Jordan Peele. Especially, I think I I think of this film more on a technical level, and and the uh, like what is superficially fed to me, not so much as a subtext. And yeah, I I really I I, I do recommend this film. Uh, since it's our closing thoughts, I'll just get into my recommendation. I would I would give us. At this point in time, like a seven out of ten, maybe a six point five, but I get it because I said Get Out is easily like an eight point five or a nine out of ten. It's just because there's so many things working with it, and I feel like Us is lacking that strong message that like that really lasting horror needs. So, but I mean, everything outside of that is great. I just, I just think that that lack of a, of a message is disappointing, but I mean, there's still things to, to go back to. Like, it's not like I'm never going to watch this film again. I'll honestly probably get this on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. uh, because it, it looked great. So I don't know. I, I would, I would give this film, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go hard with a 6.5 out of 10. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of in a similar boat. I would, I was going to say like a seven, 7.5. I really, I really did like this movie a lot. I think like I had said before, it was a really pretty movie to look at. It was done really well. The whole, like it, it the, the whole thing looked good. Um, I think similarly to what you said, kind of, there was a lot said with this movie, but I think it was us filling in for ourselves, which could have been, you know, what, was intended for it because i mean in, there are plenty of movies that that's the idea is that you fill in kind of what you think happened and 
I, I don't know. And I think that was the difference between this and Get Out is Get Out had a very resounding message that, like I said, was a gut punch and it leaves you with something. And I think that was the idea of it. You get those undertones and undercurrents of what the point of the movie was. And that makes the actual movie itself that more impactful. I think this had a lot to be said, but there's so much stuff that it was left up to you to kind of decide what it was. And I think that's going to split people kind of on it. And from what I've seen already, it, it's gotten very good reviews, but at the same time, people are very split on what they think about it. Yeah. Like it's definitely like, I would give this a good review. I would just be, yeah, split. I think split on like how I reacted to it. Cause I think undoubtedly people are thinking this is a good, this is a good film, but it's good. It's not great in my opinion. And the only thing that's keeping it from being great is that lack of really a concise commentary. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't have a commentary, that's fine. But I feel like, like you've been saying, there's something there, but mm-hmm. it's just, I don't even want to say well-developed. I just think he just doesn't, he's not as, uh, He's not as, uh, it's not as personal yeah. as Get Out was. So that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at, but. Cause it's so deliberate, like everything you can tell in this movie, like from, like you said, the, the, the names to the way they do things to the clothes people are wearing and stuff like that. Everything is very deliberate the way that he makes his movies. And you can tell that. And I think when you have that kind of deliberateness to the way you make things, there's going to be a message. I just don't think that I know what it is. Like, we know what it is yet, and maybe we're not supposed to know. And and maybe I'm going into the... Like, my preconceived notion that this film was going to be another commentary on um, the minority experience in America. Maybe that's what's, like, holding me back. Mm -hmm. But... I don't know. I, I've been even even acknowledging that that's not really what's going on here. I, I'm still having trouble like picking up, and and maybe it, it is. It's like slapping me right in the face, and I'm just not seeing it. But uh, I, and and maybe it won't live up to my expectation. But I don't know. It. So that's kind of like my big gripe is I, I just think it's a little unclear because i don't want to say it's unfocused i just think it's not very clear what he's trying to get at Mm -hmm. so because we've had we both had two different interpretations i don't and they're not wrong i just think you can pull like there's nothing wrong with having different interpretations of a film i just don't really think that all all those things are there to kind of pull at it like sometimes you can be drawn at straws where some it's it's more concrete but who am i to say what's there and what's not but yeah and i mean like you said i mean maybe going back and watching it a second time knowing kind of what the narrative is will help you kind of flesh out those ideas yeah like, like you think it is or what it is like maybe you'll yeah, see something exactly new. like knowing the details knowing the knowing the twists and and knowing that i that i was wrong going into it yeah. but yeah and i mean i will, I, I will say i, I honestly it, this movie's worth it it's definitely worth it it's oh, definitely yeah. worth seeing i liked it Like, at the end of the day, all of that narrative stuff aside, I did like the movie. It was a fun flick to watch, and I'm I'm a fan of it. Yeah, I I, I definitely, like I said, I'm going to buy this on DVD, Blu-ray, whichever one I kind of feel like getting. But uh, yeah, I I also would recommend this movie. It's still in theaters. It's going to be in theaters for a while. I mean, what is it? Rotten Tomatoes. It's like in its mid-90s. Like, people are saying, oh, it's the greatest horror film of all time. I mean, but they say that with every horror film that comes out. Um, so I, I would totally recommend people seeing this and I mean, 
I'm assuming if they listened all the way through that they've already seen it, but just re- I, I would totally recommend this to people on the street just to go see it. Like you could you could do worse. There's worse horror films out Much there. Much worse. I'm pretty sure we saw uh, some some trailers for some. Yeah, a lot. A lot of bad. L- whatever. Movies. Whatever that new like film that I can't pronounce. The one that's in Spanish. Yeah. Love more. I don't Whatever. know. I'm not going to try and be offensive, but, <laughs> but no, there's, there's worse films that you can see, which isn't like, it's, it's that, that saying that isn't exactly like a glowing, the, like the best thing to say. Yeah. That kind of sounds like it's lukewarm, but I mean, I, I, I try not to mean that as lukewarm. Like it's, 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 it's kind of what it is. It is what it is. But I mean, there, I think people are, there's, there's things for everyone to enjoy. Exactly. Like, like the whole confrontation in the house was a, was great. It, well, even in both houses, like every time that there was a fight between any like one person, the doppelgangers was was well it's done got, and intense. And it's got a little bit of everything, like you said. Like it's got the for people like us who are looking for the meaning behind everything. It's got little bits. It's got bits of that that you can grab on. It's got you know little bits of gore in there for you to grab yeah. on. It's got the jump scares. It's got the the psychological stuff. It's got that heart pounding chase stuff. Like it's got all of it. It's, he, it's all, it's all there. He's definitely, I mean, it's only a s- second film that I think, I don't think he directed. Second. Did he direct Keanu? No, I don't think no, so. It was just so I, I can definitely see like he's, he's definitely becoming in crafting and becoming an auteur and getting his own style. And I'm super excited to see what he does more. Like, and this, like there aren't many, there aren't many good, hard directors really we're just directors in general true but I, i'm just or thinking like new more directors of, yeah i'm just thinking more for horror like there aren't <clears throat> too many yeah. out there doing it well right now yeah and i because it's so hacky and easy to make a shit ton of money making another slasher film where like someone who's trying to like because you, you, you said that and it's different with this one because obviously everyone is behind him already but with Get Out, that was the one thing that stood out to me about Get Out was that it took balls to make that movie. Oh, yeah. Because there was a thousand ways that that movie couldn't have worked. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't a slasher. And it he, wasn't. And he made it work. Yeah, exactly. The story and the what was behind it is what made it work. And I think that's where like he's really starting to stand out is that he's not afraid to do something that's a little more subtle. And that's what I love. I think... For my, like, closing, like, my final thought on this film, and I'll let this, like, what I'm about to say speak for itself, going, like, full circle and bringing it back to Chazelle, when I saw La La Land, I, and I'll do an episode on La La Land at some point, but, like, initially I was like, oh, this was good, but when First Man came out, I wasn't as excited, I didn't go, I still haven't seen First Man as of whatever today is, March 26th, 27th. I still haven't seen First Man. I'm probably going to wait until I can see it on whenever it's like streaming on HBO, Stars, whenever, whatever those like Prime Video. That's when I'll see it. Uh, and then I'll make a determination if I'll buy it on DVD. I probably will because I'm a completionist for Chiselle. But I wasn't, the point is, I wasn't excited to go see like his next right, film, right, Following right. Wildland. After Us, I. You could tell me next, like next week, he's working, like uh, Jordan Peele's working on uh, another film. Doesn't have to. It doesn't even necessarily. It doesn't matter. Like he could do a co- a I'm total. On you're on board. He could go like a total um, genre or not genre, like a tonal shift, like what Chazelle did, and be like, oh, I'm gonna go make like a serious film that's like a drama. I'd be like, yep, I I would go see similar. the film. I mean, we saw the the trailer for 
Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's very similar for me. Every movie that Tarantino comes out with, I'm like on board from the get-go. Like, I don't even need to really know what the story is going to be. Going into it, I'm excited about it. Yeah. And I, 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 I feel the same way about him. The next movie he makes, I'm going to be excited about it, and I'm going to go see it just because I've liked this stuff thus far. And he's done a good job, and he's he, he makes fun movies. They're fun to watch. And I think it's it's mostly because of, like, his stories that he that he really gets across. Because he, he is trying... He does have... He does have something he wants to say, whereas I feel like Chazelle had something with what he definitely had like a message about. Uh, he had definitely had a message in in, in theme and whiplash. Yeah. La La Land kind of go like riding off the coattails, like the theme of whiplash, like with obsession and and um and um and sacrifice it in a different way, and it worked. Yeah, it, well, but with sacrifice and obsession, wasn't as com- impactful for me. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I didn't see First Man, so I can't really say what the theme of that film was. But I definitely think here in, with Peel, he, he definitely has something he wants to say in each film, which is what I really appreciate about him. Yeah, so that's exciting. So that'll be my final thoughts on that. And, and I already gave my review 6.5 out of 10. So is there anything else you want to say uh, about us before we leave? Or No, man, I, I think we said it all. I think it's at the end of the day fun movie fun director i think he's uh he's doing it right and yeah. he's he's really starting to make his little niche and do his own thing and i like it let's keep going with it yeah exactly with that guys that concludes this episode of amateur Tours. will thanks again for coming back on i always you you've been on another uh, episode before and that was i think received pretty well i definitely had a fun time and i want to keep uh recording with you we liked this time (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly and then hopefully next time we can uh we can get to what we've been talking about for a while about uh about a very specific uh well now controversial when i suggested it to you uh i don't know i'll I'll just say uh r kelly and i won't go any deeper than that and i think just as a tease i think uh in with recent events i uh we, I gotta definitely think about what I'm gonna say before we do that episode. Yeah, we need to, we need to <laughs> like tread really lightly. think about what we're gonna say before we do that episode. But, but uh, yeah, you, uh, but as always, you can follow uh, this podcast at Pod on Twitter, or you can email us any questions, comments, or concerns at the Amateur Autors Podcast at gmail.com. So once again, uh, once again, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. I'm gonna edit this out because now we got. And I'll put this at the end of the episode because there's always fucking something when I'm at a mall. This guy, this we got mall security and they're like fucking eyeing us up. What do you want? Go away. We're not doing anything. Is he getting out? No. No, he's driving away. It would be one thing if we were like here, like fucking shooting up H, but we're literally talking and just like you're not, you're not like you're not blowing me or anything, like. Homeboys just got, just got nothing better. We're just talking. Go away. Okay. He's on the other side. All right. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get back into it. But I'll, I'll edit this out and put at the end of the episode like I did with Shell. Yeah, yeah. I think both episodes, there were like people. And... The man's just always got to keep you down, man. <laughs> They're just always here to bust balls. There's nothing going on. Just bust balls. It's a fucking yeah. It's a Wednesday. Yeah. It's a Wednesday night. Come on. All right. So I'll, I'll give it some time and then we'll get back into it. So it's one about the. Thank you for listening to this episode of Amateur All Tours. 
cover design was created by Sarah Jacobs. You can find more of her work at our own site and Instagram, Digital Adventures. Opening and closing theme, Dreams, was created by Joachim Karid, which was found using a Creative Commons search. As a small plug, go check out both Joachim's and Sarah's work. They really deserve it. All content discussed and shown is the property of their respective owners and is used under the Fair Use Act, Section 504C2, Title 17. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We are working hard to bring you all new content and episodes. So thank you again, and we'll see you next time.